0: Welcome to Signs of Spirit, your podcast on learning how those in the spirit world communicate with you in your daily lives and how you can recognize the signs of spirit with evidential spirit medium, Jock Brocaz, founder of Afterlife Connect and president of the ASS MPI. Okay, guys, I'm not sure how this is going to work or if it's going to come out uh, right beside uh, the back of me. You can uh, probably see a scary picture. So what we're going to be talking about, if indeed this has come out okay, um, I'm using a completely different camera set up because I, I have something to do later on uh, with an interview. So um, what we're going to be talking about essentially is a question that came in about the difference between uh, demonic possession and uh, obsession and from a, psy- uh, a psychologist or psychiatric point of view. And so, what I want to get off right off the bat is when we talk about demons and the demonic, okay, we are using a framework of reference that's understood from theology and from various uh, indigenous understandings from years gone by. From Christianity uh, and from, you know, different belief systems have their own. The Gnostics uh, call them Archons. Um, we have in uh, Muslim uh, lore, we also have the Jinn. So there's all different names for them. But let's take the name aside. We understand it and I understand it as demonic from um, what I understand from the Catholic or the Christian faith. There's lots of different names for them. The reality is. It's a malevolent force. It is a force that is in opposition to that which is good, which is so. It's a polar opposite. So when we talk about the demonic, we're talking about a, a spiritual malevolent force. Okay. So let's we just understand that. So um, kind of what I want to get to, to grips with. Is so that you you get you understand that you know demons are not roaming about ready to jump on us. We have lots of case histories where uh, souls have been possessed or physical uh, bodies have been possessed, and there's different ways. Uh, there's a vehicle um, of that. You know, there's different ways that that happens, and obsession and possession is completely different. Um, there is a certain modus operandi around demonic possession for first of all we have various stages that we understand from an invitation infestation oppression possession diabolical possession and death and that's what we understand from from uh, say christianity or from the catholic faith but we have various different levels and even my my own way i have i understand a different level from an obsessive point of view because we also have a danger of an obsession spirit becoming a piggyback to a malevolent force. So when I talk about demonic, I'm talking about a malevolent force. Now, what you have to understand that there's a there's a great misconception. There's a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists, and doctors, and mediums, and all sorts are going about and saying. Um, It doesn't exist. It's a complete fallacy and we have uh, proof that it doesn't exist or we believe it doesn't exist and those who believe in it are completely crazy. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not because its reality is that it's a malevolent force that is in opposition. If you just look at the whole world around you, let's forget about going down the path of... uh, Looking back at past case histories of demonic possession or past case histories of malevolent forces and poltergeist, you know, from a from parapsychologist's point of view, let's just look at the whole aspect of the whole world where we have murders, where we have um, violence, where we have suffering, where we have all these negative things. Um, we can reliably understand it as some form of malevolent force, it's an opposition to good. Now, the fact that the the demonic or that malevolent force has a consciousness um, that maybe manifests itself as we understand as a demon or a spiritual being that is not is has not been born of this world. Okay, a demon has not been born of this world. That malevolent force is not born of this physical materialistic world. Okay, so. There is a certain spiritual law, and there's a certain understanding of how uh, demonic possession will happen, or how a demonic force will operate. And again, in the same, you know, in the same respect, if we go back and uh, we look at what some psychiatrists and doctors will say, every obsessive thought or every obsessive um, imbalance in uh, in maybe their their mental faculties or their emotional point of connections does not necessarily mean it's a demonic force. I mean, if someone, if I don't always take on every single case that comes to me, I'm more interested in the real serious cases. Um, uh, I, and so, if some you know, if somebody's coming with a possible possession, there is actually going to be some. Uh, Things that we're going to look for, there's going to be some modus operandi of it, okay? It's not necessarily just the the mental, the way the person's thinking emotionally, or if they're being influenced by a grounded spirit. A grounded spirit is not a demonic spirit. A grounded spirit is a grounded spirit. Someone who has not crossed over, someone who, you know, is maybe trapped because of their own emotions, etc., etc. But let's face it, A demonic force is a malevolent force, and it's a malevolent force that's intent on destruction of the human form because of its, uh, if you like, its likeness to divine source, to to God, to infinite source, whatever you want to call it. So we have to make a complete uh, distinction between a demonic force. An obsessive spirit and a grounded spirit. Because we can have obsessive spirits that will be able to influence grounded spirits. And grounded spirits will be able to influence the weak on this side of things. And obsessive spirits are completely different to demonic spirits. Whether, whether I've, I've listened to lots of different mediums that have said, you know, this is rubbish. I, you, you see it on uh, all the time. And even parapsychologists that will say that there is, is no, uh, I have not had a case with within, within um, let's say, EVP. Um, or within uh, some other activity that is, that is caused by demonic. Let's understand this. The, the Demonic malevolent forces are very, very, very rare indeed. And I, I'm glad that they've never came across a force like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't come across it in your future. So, you know, it... it stands to reason that you should at least have knowledge of it so that you can deal with it and you can work within your, your, your abilities to discern. Um, certainly, there's a lot of par- par- paranormal groups and organizations that will go in to perhaps somebody who's complaining about a paranormal problem, whether it be psychologically in the mind, whether they be uh, you know, influenced by intrusive thoughts. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a demonic force. Just because you have intrusive thoughts doesn't mean it's, it's demonic. And all these names for different demons and things like that, it it really doesn't matter either. Um, What matters is what it does to the individual. And what matters is if it was really a malevolent force, then we would be seeing certain phenomena that would be happening. And we would be seeing certain physical attributes of that person. Uh, And you can't just take on a case just willy-nilly. Just because someone says they have an, they have they believe they're being influenced, or they believe that the they have a demonic possession. Um, certainly, for any cases I've been involved in, it's taken a, a long, long, long time to be able to do, you know dis, not even discern it, but to to gather enough intelligence to be able to make a decision or to make some kind of um, appropriate move and understanding that this may be the problem that this actually may be a demonic force. And like I said, it's very, very, very um, rare. Now, an obsessive spirit can be a grounded spirit or it can actually be, it could be an obsessive um, entity that, that that is maybe not of a malevolent dark force, but it could be a, a an ET, it could, whatever it is, you know. But again... We are looking for evidence of it because not all intrusive thoughts, not all in, in, in you know um, mental problems that we have are related to grounded spirits, obsessive spirits or even the, the demonic. So we have to be able to discern and we have to be able to learn. and then we have to have evidence of demonic intrusion. Or evidence, or of obsessive spirit intrusion. Now, when I talked earlier on about a, a kind of piggyback idea, that's maybe when we have um, a grounded spirit who's maybe you know uh, trapped and becomes the target of a malevolent force because that malevolent force can see. Uh, that it's an easy way. So I call them piggyback, you know, piggyback spirits that that can cause problems. But the reality is to understand uh, real demonic cases, 99% of you are never going to come across of it. You know, 1% of us will. And so we would rather be prepared for that 1%. but there's certain things that you're looking for, you know, an aversion to, not just even crosses or crucifixes, but an aversion to spiritually related things, um, you know, various, you know, smells and things that happen, uh, phenomena that happens in the home. Then obviously there's the behavioral aspect of that person and the influence within its external uh, environment, uh, and also you have to watch things like nutrition. You have to watch... So there's, there's, and there's lots of different uh, psychological illnesses that are not spirit-related, that are actually an imbalance of something maybe in the brain or the cerebral, uh, uh, spinal system. or You know, we have just as much evidence uh, in psychiatry and in the medical world of imbalances from certain things in the brain and you know electrical functions, but at the end of the day, we need to understand, guys, that we we we're just energy, and there's a good energy and there's a malevolent energy, and that malevolent energy has its own consciousness, and you know with that with that understanding, then we know that you know we could possibly be targets, you know, especially if you're doing you know work for the good, etc. But we have to understand that there's there's a very very grey area. It's a very in, intricate balance, and that's why you can't just jump into labelling something as being demonic or labelling something as being an obsessive spirit. Um, and certainly, from a mediumistic point of view, we would be looking for just evidence, not not just not the whole aspect of yeah, I, I can see that there's an, a force attached to them. You know, where's the evidence? We need the evidence to see that that force. What is that force? Where is it coming from? Can we get evidence of that in in the person's life? Can we get evidence from loved ones on the other side? You know, there's a lot more that goes down to it than just um, uh, labelling something as obsessive or demonic. And we have to take into consideration, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that whatever we decide it is or whatever we label it has going to have a dramatic effect on the family or the people who may be suffering from uh, that paranormal event or that parapsychological event. So it's, it's very important we, that we approach things with a, a very professional manner, and that we understand um, that we are dealing with not only spirits on on one side, but we're also dealing with spirits on this side, uh, and they're living. You know, they're people that are. Uh, have feeling that that we can't just label something and terrify them. We have to have valid, viable proof. Now, like I said, I've heard so many mediums say it doesn't exist, it's all fallacy. And and you can bury your head in the sand as much as you want and believe in rose-tinted glasses. But if really, if you're a developing medium, you want to understand there's a bad side and there's a good side. Okay? And... Really, I don't care whether you believe in it or not, Um, because it's like the afterlife. So many people don't believe in the afterlife, and so many people do. And people ask me, do I believe in the afterlife? And I say, no, because I know there's an afterlife. And in the same breath, I know there's a malevolent force, and there is also a benign force. Okay? Okay. That malevolent force and that benign force are two entirely different polar opposites. Now, as everything comes from infinite source, divine love, God, whatever you believe in, so does that malevolent force. But it has its own consciousness. Whether we label it demon, archon, jinn, bad spirits, dark force entities... Doesn't matter, but we have to make the 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 the, we have to make a division to understand what is a malevolent force and what is a grounded spirit or a uh, if you want to call them a dark force entity, which could be you know extraterrestrials, um, aliens, etc., etc. And I don't know how many people you know stand with that, but that's also an issue. But the reality is is there is two entirely different divisions to these things. Now, never the twain shall meet, or unless there's this portal or this piggyback. Now, if, if a malevolent force sees that there's an opportunity of creating a portal by uh, controlling and influencing that grounded entity, that grounded spirit, that's going to happen. There's many, many cases in the past, and we can just look at. If you look at the work of Carl Wickland, Dr. Carl Wickland and his wife, the interesting thing is when his wife was the medium, but his wife would go into deep trance and his wife would have plenty of evidence of who these spirits were. Um, and that's something that we have to take with us as mediums that may be working with parapsychologists uh, or paranormal investigators. Or professional paranormal teams, that, which are few and far between. There's many unprofessional paranormal teams. But if we're working with these guys, then you know we need to have a, an understanding and a protocol of how we deal with these things. We can't just go ahead and just label uh, everything as, as demonic. And you'll see this in a lot of you know, evangelist uh, beliefs or in Christianity for a start how many people are plagued with demons and God knows what else. And really, the reality is, if they faced a real malevolent force that was intent on harming the material world, they would not be jumping on about it the way that they do because it would scar you, it scars you for life, it will scar you for life. Um, In terms of obsession or grounded spirits, Soul rescue groups. We can deal with them. Uh, g- good mediums can help with this. Uh, psychologists, psychiatrists. This can all be dealt with. But again, there has to be a trail of evidence to prove that. Um, but it's relative. You know, it's relative to be. You know, to be able to. Uh, can you know contact those uh, grounded spirits, those entities, and help them to move on by letting them see the light, by letting them understand their state of being to be able to move them forward. And we can, you know, relatively make a, a good communication with them. Now, a lot of people will think they're obsessed with spirits and there's no evidence for it. There's no evidence of the spirits and there's no evidence of anything else. And and then, so you would have to think, you know, is that possible? You know, is this then a psychological imbalance within them? Is it some kind of psychosis that needs mental um, treatment, that needs psychiatric treatment, Um before that we can label this spiritual. And and there's too many people and too many mediums out there that will just label it as a uh, an obsession and, and have no verification of that. I'm more interested in the cases... I've had cases where uh, people have been physically harmed and, and damaged and there's been a lot more than just an obsessive thought or an intrusion. These things that we can deal with, the obsessive thoughts and intrusions, uh, are... Um, relatively easier to deal with than anything that's seriously a malevolent force. so understand and a malevolent demonic force has its own consciousness comes from the same divine source as we as we have but it it, it has whether it has been given a job by a higher uh, purpose or whether it was a complete split in consciousness through free will and trying to overthrow, um, a, a, a divine force—we'll never know until we cross over. We can only surmise from what we what we understand in scripture and and things. But let me just explain this: whether you believe in gravity, it won't stop you falling. Whether you believe in ghosts, doesn't matter because we they, they show themselves. Whether you believe in demonic spirits or not, I don't really care. Uh, because there is a malevolent opposition force. We would not know pain if we didn't know health. We would not know dark if we did not know light, and we would not know light if we did not know dark. There is polar opposites in everything. It stands to reason, through eons of time, that there has been an understanding from indigenous tribes through to even modern day, that we have an opposition force. We have a malevolent force, a dark force, um, that is intent on harm. And you know whether that even comes from uh, the choices uh, of our free will in given individuals again doesn't really matter. What matters, ladies and gentlemen, is there is a real dark force out there, and it has a certain modus operandi, and it has a certain spiritual law. Everything, even law in this world, we have laws in this world that we have to, you know, abide by, but they're made by man. Laws that are made by God that are divine, laws that are made by spirit, whatever you believe in, are divine truth, divine law. Even demonic entities, um, malevolent forces, have to operate under divine law. We cannot escape karma. And we cannot escape divine law. So it doesn't really matter what you believe in. Because it operates under divine law. I would rather be uh, ready. I would rather have knowledge. And I would rather have discernment. And build on my discernment in the way that I live my life. So I'm not going to keep going because there's lots and lots that we can talk about. But I just want you to understand the difference between a demonic force and an obsessive force, an obsessive spirit, or a grounded spirit. And also, grounded spirits have their own free will. If they don't want to cross over, they're not going to cross over. Um, At certain occasions, our spirit teams will help them move, and will convince them. Uh, But these are not, they can influence the living in a certain way. But we can deal with these relatively easy. When you're dealing with a demonic force, it is not what a lot of people think about. It's uh, completely uh, different to what you've ever experienced. And I hope the people that say they don't believe in it never have to deal with it because it is something that will, will scar you or them for the rest of their life. And we have to think when we get called to these cases or we get asked about these things is not to label them and not to put them in any kind of pigeonhole. Um, and we can't just, someone, approach, someone approaches me and says they have, they think they've got possible spirit attachments, I'm not just going to jump on and say, yeah, I'm going to take that case on and then start saying, yeah, you've got this, you've got that, and I can connect with it. I'm going to be looking for evidence, and I'm going to be looking for case history, and I'm going to be looking for a historical analysis of their life, and I'm going to try to be able to identify possible intrusions or possible uh, issues that may exist in their life. And even from past lives and stuff, you know, and we know we can work together with that, but really understand, guys, that demonic forces, as a malevolent force, is different. There is a certain spiritual law to them, and there is a certain modus operandi that they will operate under. And believe you me, even spirits on the other side, and uh, dark force spirits or malevolent spirits. They can mimic your loved ones, and they can mimic um, information that you want to know, and that's how they will tease you in. Um, I, 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 it's great that a lot of people will say that the EVP is, you know, we've never had any problems with it. But I, I have come across people have problems with EVP, and it's not, you know, it's not down to everybody who uses it, but. There's dangers there And there's, there's real dangers And I actually have I, I There's a case that I know is going on at the moment And I, and I can actually see Over time this individual Possibly even get into A, a, a full possession um, I hope that's not the case But it doesn't matter What you believe in guys You know, If you see an apple in front of you And you don't think it's an apple If you want to believe it's an orange Then it's an orange, it's fine But it doesn't change it ...from spiritual law and it doesn't change the reality of it. I hope you never come across it. But that's the difference between a demonic force... ...and a grounded spirit or an obsessive spirit. Grounded spirits can obsess the weak-minded and the, the weak in spiritually... Uh, ...spiritually through, you know, or as This is another lesson that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a little bit more on that um, this week. So this is just the first video of a, a few other videos that's going to come... Ask as many questions as you want. The more questions that you ask, the more that I'll be able to answer for you and the more that we'll be able to delve into this together. And remember, it's, it's, you know, there is no shame in actually admitting that something exists. The reality doesn't change. Um, I would rather you were all knowledgeable, and especially if you're developing mediums, you might never come across it. I hope you never do. I I hope that I never did, but but unfortunately I have, and 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 I do, and and that's just the way spirit has operated for me. Um, you can as a medium, you can believe it or not, but it happens, and we've got cases where it happens, and we've got phenomena where it happens. It's not just about going in and having a a ghost force or something, uh, feeling bad energy or having bad thoughts. There's there's some real malevolent energy out there, and, and it's intent. Is, is to destroy that which is of the light. So, that's the differences. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. We'll talk more about obsession and more about the psychiatric point of view. So, God bless everybody and roll in your questions.